Welcome to Undiscovered Planet with me, Damon Sims, and the formidable force of nature that is Nickster Pawnee. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing absolutely fine. I'm having a boogie, 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 because I just love that theme tune. <laughs> you do, don't you? Uh, if people don't know, by the way, <laughs> that song is uh, The Gonk. It's called The Gonk, and it was originally in Dawn of the Dead. Uh, just thought it was a cool tune for us to have as, a, as the intro and the outro. Um, right, well, I suppose we better it's tell gorgeous. people... It it's absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. It is. Um, I suppose we better tell people how we got to where we are, Nick. How did, it, how did this happen, man? Well, do you know what? It, it was it was weird, actually, because I came to your little... Uh, well, I say little, it's quite a big place. Yeah. It is quite a big place. It is. Your escape room. Oh, my goodness me. What a awesome, awesome location that is. For anybody who has got a, a favourable fancy of the old paranormal variety, uh, and just want to have a laugh as well. You know, a laugh and a good time. Yeah, head over to the par- Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke upon the Old Trent, and Damo will be your guide. <laughs> is oh, that fantastic? That's how yeah. we met, though, Damo, isn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. You, Wonderful. You, you came over to visit us. Uh, we got chatting, we got on, um, and then it was kind of by accident. We were talking a couple of weeks ago, um, and I, yeah. I stupidly, when I heard you wanted to contact us again, I thought, I bet he wants to ring me up because he wants to do a podcast with me. And it wasn't that. It was something <laughs> It was something else. But I thought, do you know what? If you, do, if you don't ask, you don't get. So I just said, hey, did you ever think about me and you perhaps doing a podcast? You went, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get on it. Let's so, do it. So, it's, the funny thing is, though, the funny thing is, obviously, you know, we're, we're using technology, right? Because you're up in Stoke-on-Trent. I'm in Northamptonshire. Mm-hmm. And... I am a manager of a studio in Northamptonshire, photography, video, and now a recording podcast voiceover area in the studio. So I've just put out a post on Studio 2's Instagram to say, oh my goodness me, I am so excited. I am about to co-host the very, very first podcast to be recorded from Studio 2. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And, And do you know what's really weird? It sounds like we're in the same room, but we're not. Like you said, but it's completely different areas. It sounds great. Yeah. Doesn't it sound wonderful? It does. It really does. It I, I mean, I'm so you. happy. I, I'm filling up. I'm filling up, Damo. I think I might cry. I think I might have a little tinkle. <laughs> when you have a tinkle. Uh, right, Nick, anyway, we, we decided, right, what we're going to do is nothing's going to be structured. There's no point in structuring anything, is there? Just me and you having a chat. Not, not with me, it's not. Absolutely no. not. That's Absolutely. what I thought. Let's just talk and, and freaking go for it. Okay. Um, so, Undiscover Planet, really, what we wanted to kind of do with the podcast was look at things that are kind of the weird, the bizarre, you know, paranormal, UFOs, conspiracy theories, whatever it is. We pick a couple of topics each week and uh, and then we just uh, chat about it and chew the cud. And uh, obviously, we'll invite listeners to be able to come along and email us. They can do that at undiscoverplanet at hotmail.com that's undiscoverplanet at hotmail.com and let us know of any uh, subjects you'd like us to talk about but this week we thought we'd start with a bit of a classic um now when i first myself personally and obviously we'll learn a lot more about you nick as we go along when i kind of got into the idea yeah, of like this fascination with the unknown the strange the weird stuff um i can remember as a kid 
I was fascinated with a particular cryptid, and that cryptid um, lives up in old uh, Inverness in Scotland. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. Who let the dogs out? Uh, yeah. Who let the dogs out? Did you hear that? Was that me imagining it, or did somebody let the freaking dogs out? No, I think I did hear a dog. I did hear a dog. <laughs> so, we'll just, let's just crack on with it, we'll, we? cra- we'll crack on, the dog. <laughs> probably a fan. It's just probably a fan from outside somewhere. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, back to a different beast than the dog. Like I say, Loch Ness Monster. I was always fascinated. I had little toys when I was a kid and that lot, and you know, used to play with them and that. Yeah. Um, what, what did you, when you when did you first hear about Loch Ness Monster? Can you remember your childhood thoughts on I it? Suppose, I, do you know what? I, that's a really good question, Tony. I don't particular, particularly know the, the, the moment where I first heard about it. Probably, I'd say probably in my teens, I would say. I don't ever remember talking about the Loch Ness Monster as a child. And what am I now, 40, 42? Right, so, so you, you, never, you, never, you never had a time when the Loch Ness Monster popped up in your life? Well, personally, I mean, that's between me and, you know, <laughs> we don't go into that sort of subject, Dana. You, yeah. I've told you about that. My goodness me, you dirty boy. <laughs> <You're> abs- <laughs> but no, no, if you're talking about the, the, the monster himself, the monster. is he a purple monster? I don't know. I don't know, Damo. I really don't know. Yeah. You know? Well, should, should we get some... Let's get a bit of the history out of the way. <laughs> let's, get, let's get a bit of the history out of the way. So, from what Actually, I got... Actually, I think, you, you know... Hold on a minute. Go right? on. Just hold a cotton picking second a minute, okay? Please. Stop it. Right. Now, listen. Do you know your facts of the Loch Ness? Like the back of my hand. Okay. So, if you get a correct answer, mm-hmm. you'll hear this. You'll hear this noise. Okay, all right. Okay. That that'll be that'll be your answer because that's all I've got in the sound effect bank okay. at okay. the moment. Okay. okay, that's good. We're good with that. Just use what we can. Use what we uh, what we got. What we got. Right to date, Damo. I'm going to give you three questions to date. Hang on, hang on. Do we get noise if it's wrong? I'll tell you if it's wrong. <laughs> hold on. There. So, so that, right. So. That is, that's the right one. Okay. And there we go. And that's wrong. All right. Right, let's do it. Okay. Go for it. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Nice and quiet, please, in the studio. Okay. To, to date, Damo, to date, can you give me the total number of sightings of the Loch Ness Monster? The total number to of sightings. To date, I, I would have to, and this literally is just a guess, one of the things where you try and figure things out, and I'm, I'm either going to be really sure. close or completely miles off, I think, here. I would okay. take, I think it's going to be, it's either going to be ridiculously low or ridiculously high, I think. Um, when we say, like, okay. I've just got to get some, some rules right here. So are you saying how many alleged sightings or, like, kind of reported sightings? Re- no, re- reported, recorded right. sightings. Okay, right. I'm going to go for it then. Okay. I, I reckon there has been, um, I'm going to go for around 500. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh. oh, no, no. A lot more than that. 1,148. No way. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, I'm crap at this. Go on, do another one then. Okay, the next question is, it's a yes or no, it's a simple one. Okay, 50-50, yeah. Is the, <laughs> is the Loch Ness Lake 
Okay. The largest lake by volume in the United Kingdom. Yes or no? I think it's no. Oh, Damo, you need to work on your... It is. It's it the is. largest lake by volume in the UK. Wow. Wow. Didn't know that. Flipping heck. Okay. Final question. You ready for this? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you've got no choice. I've got no choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. Is the Loch Ness deeper than the North Sea? That's got to be a no. No! It's navy. Unbelievable. It's deeper than the North Sea. I tell you what, it is around It is around 230 to 40, 240 metres deep at the deepest point, which is deeper than the North Sea. Wow, well, that's actually made my toes curl because I nearly did something once, you know. And this was like, God, about 20-odd years ago. I, I like to try to do a lot for charity. You know, I like to like do what I can for charity. And there's, yeah. a, there's a local charity. You absolutely very, do. I do, yeah. And there's a local charity. I've done been doing stuff for years and years uh, for them. The, the Don Louise yeah. Trust. It's for, for children that uh, have um, um, short life expectancy uh, illnesses and that. And, and yeah. basically somewhere for them to go. And they, and they treated really well and looked after. Um, and and I, I always thought about weird things to do, which might surprise you coming from me. Yeah. And, uh, I no, actually, it's nice. And I actually rang up the the Inverness kind of uh, tourist board area, you know, the, the Loch Ness, and I asked them if they had a boat that I could lend off them for the night so yeah. I could go out and do like a 24-hour, sat in the middle of Loch Ness and do like a, a monster watch oh, for like 24 wow. hours. Not forgetting, though, sure. that I didn't know how deep it was, right? And I am scared of deep yeah. water. Uh, I can swim, but I'm just scared of right. deep water. And also, I don't know how to drive a boat. Yeah. But I was going to do it. And, and I actually, you, in my head, mate, on I, your had own. It, yeah, I, had, I had this idea of being a rowing boat, sat in the <laughs> middle. But looking back now, I, I actually need to think oh. things through before I go for doing it. Didn't do it, obviously. <laughs> Um, but I did a lot of things. Lot of Goodness things. me! Yeah, so I didn't know that's crazy. I, I, I think I'd pay. I'd, I'd pay to see you do that. Well, you might, might get the chance. You, you might that. get. Now I've said it again. You see, and it's popped up. I might think. Do you know what? That wasn't such a, a bad idea. And perhaps me and Nick. No, let's do it. Could go Absolutely. and do it. <laughs> so, what and me? Well, I just thought I'd stick it in. If, you, if I'm doing it, mate, you're doing it, right? And should we get through some okay. of the other facts that All are right, out there okay. then? So, um. So yeah, first, go on then, mate. Well, well, the first recorded sighting of the Loch Ness Monster um, apparently was back in 565 AD, was the first ever recorded. Uh, the account was wow. found in the biography of an, uh, an Irish monk right. named uh, St. Columba. Who, oh, uh, to be started, sure. Yeah, yeah. He reportedly encountered a creature in the River Ness, which connects to the Loch Ness in the <laughs> Scottish Islands. And according to the story, Columba prevented the creature from attacking a man who was swimming in the river. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but that's quite a, oh, wow. um, a great story. Um, and obviously since then, there's been many, many, many... What, what are your thoughts on it, mate? Do you think, do you think this, this is real, or, or is it just great publicity, great for the tourists? Do you know what? I don't... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's great for tourists. It really is. But my daughter, she said to me the other day, she said, Daddy, what does Loch Ness Monster eat? I said, fish and ships. Oh, <laughs> have you got one of those like the tumbleweed sound effects? No, 
No. No, I don't know what I've got. Let's have a look. <coughs> it must be a tumbleweed song. We need one. Well, this is this is this is no. I mean, we've got this one. That'll do. That, yeah. That'll do. That's fitting. fitting. That's fit. And obviously, um, we're going to evolve. We're going to evolve, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. But listen, back to the back to you. Back, back to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it's real? Uh, I, I personally think there's every possibility that it is real. You know, there's what? so many people that, that are, are witness to to such things. But what really frustrates me, and I'm sure it frustrates you, is you get these, especially now, you know, today's technology with cameras and everything, why is it such a grainy, horrible, silly, freaking image? Yeah, well... It does my head in. It that- does my head in. Yeah, that's the same for all, or anything to do with the unknown or the paranormal, mate. That's the argument. They always have skeptics says, why do we never get clear evidence? Why is it always blurry? Why is it always grainy? Um, I, 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 the same thing, though, I could argue is, why is it um, that, you know, whenever there's an incident happens with a, 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 a terrible crime, CCTV footage is always terrible. Yeah, we have it's great re- technology. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, that's how yeah. we would argue. I would say, well, you know, don't I go at us, because we believe, have a go at the... People who make technology because they can't even make CCTV very good right now. But how the serious question yeah, now, yeah. Damon, how can you believe in something if you've not experienced it or seen it? Are we on about in general? No, I'm talking about the Loch Ness. Right. I, I suppose you, you've. I tried to set in the, on the fence at first. And start off from there as a good place. In other words, I haven't closed me the door completely that it's rubbish, but I haven't kind of gone with the fantasy of everything as in, oh, that'd be amazing if the Lance Monsters are real. I sit in the fence at first and then I start looking at things like, um, you know, what what kind of an environment would a creature like? Remember, if there's one creature as well, there'd have to be lots. For him mm. to carry on surviving, there'd yeah. have to be lots of these, these around. There'd have to be families of them. Um, and, and from to do that, yeah, but what? Yeah, hang about. Yeah. What, why would there? I mean, for, for instance, it, it you know it, it could live. There could be a creature, the Loch Ness monster, for example, that lives for thousands and thousands of years. The likelihood is not you know supportive to that, obviously. But I'm just putting it out yeah, there. Yeah, I, th- I think I think unless it's a supernatural creature. I think it's safe to say that everything biological has a certain kind of shelf life. You know what I mean? That you're going to be alive for so long, um, and, and normally yeah. the slower the the, the kind of um, the metabolic kind of makeup of the, of the animal normally gives it a longer life, like a tortoise. You know, it's kind of mm. they, they'll live longer. Yeah. Um, if we go with biology and science, is one thing that we have to always take into account. You know, if there's something that can be tested, we have to take that into account. So we know that if it's a if it's a biological living thing, like there's lots of other biological living things yeah. out there that we we put into cryptid kind of um, pigeonholes, it would have to it have to be in families. There'd have to be more than one of them. It, it can't no, be just in. Yeah, I agree with that, mate. Totally, yeah. totally, totally, hundred percent, million percent, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I agree. Yeah, and, and so so Fritas five, from to carry on living like this, what kind of environment would they need to live? And well, you've just actually proved something there when you said about the depth of it. We know it's it's miles long and it's so wide and it's it's, it's a mm. huge amount of of about water. Um, it's also, I believe, salt water, or at least it connects to the sea. So the the you know, the chances of smoke coming in and out of that area. Uh, as, as when you possible. say it, 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 
it is connected to the sea, but did you know that it is a deep, fresh water lock? So technically, it's not seawater. Okay. Well, pr- perhaps... And it was cre- apparently, this is what I've been told, but don't quote me on this, but it was created in the ice age around 10,000 years ago. Wow. 10,000 years ago. That's what I... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to sort these researchers out. Yeah, uh, have a weird. I'm going to have a word. Ah, what Adam? You absolute cretin. Hold on a minute, because it's just. Will you? You've given me this, and you an absolute. <laughs> you're not doing it again. Get out. Do apologise, Damo. It's okay. I'm glad you got the beeper on though. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll have to. I thought that was you. No, no, no. I, I, unless it's been added afterwards, I don't know. I don't know. You, you, you do. You do have a bit of a potty mouth though every now and again. But that's fine, mate. You can use oh, your potty so you, mouth. You, who cares, mate? Move on. Yeah, move on. So yeah, no. I, I find move it. On. I find it interesting. I think that the idea that something that could still be alive, it, the fantasy of it, is amazing. You know, it's it's lovely. I can remember. I used, went through a phase as well when I'd watch these cameras, these little cameras that are, that are looking over the lock, and you can log what, online. What, 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 web Webcam. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can log on like a webcam oh, and you fantastic. can just look at it like, you know, the locks, if you can see anything. Obviously. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Right. Now let's just cut and pin it. Yeah, cut and, cut and pin it down mm-hmm. just for a second, just for a smidge. Doesn't that tell you the industry? You know, it, it's, a, it's a tourist attraction. If they're setting up freaking webcams around the area. Well, yeah, I've I've, missed, I've, ne- I've never been there, but from what I gather, <laughs> from what I gather, mate, you can't get you can't get in within like a, a mile of the place without everything to do with nasi. It's nasi, nasi, nasi everywhere's to do with nasi. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. my my friend from Milton Keynes, Kevin, he regularly used to to go every year to Loch Ness, and I remember him saying, they, "I can't remember the name of the chap, but if anybody you know know." what we're talking about, what I'm trying to say, then get in touch. Get in touch, let us know. Apparently, uh, there's a, a man that lives in a caravan right next to, to the lock. Obviously, the lock is massive, so I don't know what sort of area of the lock he, he lives in, but he lives there. And he's quite a bit of a, you know, he's, he's quite a character. But eccentric. So I don't know if you've heard. Have you, yeah, eccentric, yeah. Have you heard of... of, of of that character at all? I've not, I've not heard of that character. I, I tell you what, I do know about Loch Ness, which a lot of people don't really know, is that looking over the lock, um, definitely in Inverness, I think it is actually Loch Ness as well, because I know these various locks. Yeah. Um, was was a house um, that was was bought okay. and owned once by uh, a Mister Alistair Crowley. I don't know if you know that, but he um, no, yeah, Alistair what, the, Crowley, the safest, the yeah, the beast, you know, Alistair Crowley, he, he had a house overlooking <laughs> yeah. the lock, and that's where he was right. doing. I mean, we will have to do a show, obviously, on Alistair Crowley because he's crazy, some of the stuff he did, and I'll get oh, the gotcha. exact details yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of this. But his biggest, most elaborate kind of ritual he ever did, he was doing it over a six-month period from the house overlooking the lock. Jeez. And then when, when he finally moved on, passed away and everything, and it, it stood, I believe yeah. it was... Um, Robert Plant, maybe it was. It was one of Led Zeppelin's. Um, I think it was a guitarist. He bought it, right? Because he was fascinated with Crowley. He bought the house because he wanted it. Um, and and again, wow. you know, this idea again. We'll have to get into that under conspiracy theory one. Um, this idea that they mm. use Luciferian kind of uh, cr- 
even the Beatles they claimed did this use Luciferian kind of right. um, uh, rituals and that lot to, to promote themselves to be even more kind of uh, famous than they were but it burnt down this, this, you know, yeah this, this, I have heard of I have yeah. heard of things like that going on yeah. do you know if this house still stands is it still there I think there's, there's some, some of the ground still left but from what I gather and I've not looked into it too much but well before the podcast I believe it burnt down so these, these must be like the foundation right. that's still there, um, but that's 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 about it. Okay. Ooh. Well, we'll have to look further into that. Obviously, not with with the research that I've been given. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's look further into that, and, and maybe maybe take a little trip. Yeah, man. No, again, that's 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 like kind of that's one hell of a, of a journey but we could we could set it all up it'd be nice to kind of yeah. probably do that do the the lot nest thing and then go look at the the grounds where crowley used to have his house up there but that's that's where he, he wrote the Ooh. the uh, book of the law from he did the law from there when he was speaking to the woman he oh, did he? Wow. yeah he was speaking to the that's where they have the okay. do what thou wilt kind of came from this the, the book oh of my the law. gosh my yeah. gosh yeah, yeah, I've got I've got the book in front of me. I've oh. got like a little library in front of me of all these weird books and to do with like you know everything from like Beyond the Paled Horse and a Witch's Bible and oh, you know, all, wow. these, all these things in front of me and and these the, the book of the law there, which is quite thin for a book, but that's meant to be the whole of the law. That if you follow these these laws, that's what kind of Luciferian, um, satanic kind of uh, worship uh, tells you you should do. And the, and the main thing is do what thou wilt. In other words, do what you want and forget what anybody else tells you to do just do it wow you can take two well, to, to a certain extent i i i do agree with that i do but not you know i just don't want to cause harm or, or offense to anyone yeah i think crowley took it a bit further mate mate he, he was on about like doing whatever he wanted to do <laughs> yeah. and some of the stuff he did oh was, right yeah yeah no 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 okay mate, wait till That's i tell you some show. of the stuff wait till i tell you some of the stuff he did mate that will make your toes curl because it's really bad some of the stuff he got oh. up to all in this idea of raising himself with and the, the occult kind of um cool, yeah. hierarchy so yeah lot less monsters so you do kind of believe then that the that there could be something there. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I think, like I say earlier, you know, like I said, I do think there's a possibility. Absolutely, of course there is. Absolutely. Do, do you know what? I, I, am I hoping? I'm, I'm, I was going to say, am I hoping that the the Loch Ness monster exists? Yes, I do hope because I think that'd be wonderful. Yeah. I think that'd be absolutely awesome. Oh, it would, yeah, yeah. And obviously, there's been some hoax. There's been some famous folks out there that happened. Uh, was yeah. the, the was it clusters? I think the surgeon's photograph. Um, I think that's the, the really famous one of the, the the head and neck sticking out of the water, and um, and then it came. Oh, back. that's it. Yeah, could have been a log or all those other things. And I believe again, I probably should. This this is this is a real learning curve for me and you be doing this, this podcast this week, mate, because the, there's some of the things you should looked at. That one there, I'm, I believe they, they reckoned it was either a, a deliberately false. Um, figurine to look like the monster from a distance that was took, and the other thing was that somebody right. claimed it was it was either a dead or a fake elephant that was floating on its side with its trunk sticking out, something like that. Really? Yeah. Trunks trunk sticking up like that. Well, if it was if it was if it was dead, could be rigor mortis. If it was fake, oh, yeah. it'd be, oh, it'd gosh, be plastic yeah, well, yeah. or something. But but um, I believe they they once claimed they bought something from the the bottom of the lock. Um, that uh, kind of it, it, it could have resembled that. I'll tell you another thing that happened. You know, once the, the, again, this is all coming from my head. 
Um, I believe they did do yeah. a, um, a a scan, like a, a bit of money got thrown into it, a scan uh, with underwater cameras, DNA sampling and that lot, and they checked the whole of the, the lake. Yeah. And they can test water and say what kind of organisms are living in that water. So they'd say, oh, look, we've, we've got yeah. sturgeon here, we've got carp here, we've got lobsters here, whatever it is they're picking up on. Um, and they did this, this DNA testing and came back and said, there was nothing that, that came back as inconclusive, though. So everything that they got was literally mm. the expected to find. So again, I don't, I don't, they, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, but also, also, you know, I've just read something just just now. What you've been talking, and it basically says if Nessie were real, then we would find bones of its ancestors, and quite simply, we haven't found bones of its ancestors. Yeah, but I've had this argument about Bigfoot, um, and and the argument they have the same way you can you can put this to Loch Ness as well as hey, you've already established mm. how massive this area is. Um, you could argue that the sturgeon, yeah. the sturgeon that live in there. But how, how many times have you have you heard someone saying we found bones of, of sturgeon washed up somewhere? That's true. Is yeah. that, and you know, you don't find that. Are you bear. sure you haven't got a Bigfoot near, near you? Have you got a Bigfoot approaching your studio? I've just put the bat signal, I've just put the bat signal yeah. out to say, can somebody get, somebody get the bear? Somebody get, get the, the bear. Get that security dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want if you want to waffle for a second, you can waffle for a second and I'll put the bat call out no, again. No, no. Sure? Listen. Are you let right? The, let them. I yeah. love dogs. Mate, he's old. He's, he's 16. He's absolutely fine. He's 16. He's a staffy. And you know. And he's, oh bless! So what is that in human years? About ninety? More than that, mate. 18, I think 90, it's no. It's about. It? I think the other day we worked out. He's about one hundred and seventeen. Oh, thank goodness, mate! Yeah, and, and, and you know what? Oh bless him! And do you know what, mate? He's 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 virtually blind because when I shout him, I mean he oh. adores me. He, he can't see so much. Yeah. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with his throat because he's still got that going. Oh. Um, but his, his hearing's <laughs> gone as well. So I think most of the time he might oh. bark because he doesn't know what's going near him. He can't hear anything around him, so yeah. he's living in this void, and, and all he's got is his voice. He probably doesn't even know he's making a noise because he can't hear. But yeah, no. Anyway, course, for everybody no. that's listening, that's, you let that's him Kane. listen. That's let, Kane. let him get, let him crack on yeah, to oh, his heart's desire. Yeah, because we are a fan of animals on this show. Oh, massive mate, love Absolutely. animals. God, I love them. The fear of humans. Absolutely. Now, let's. Can, before we look, look before yeah, absolutely, totally agree. Before we move on yeah. to the uh, the next topic, so to yes, speak. Yes, yes, yes. Did you know that a Mr. Dave Fishwick, who is a millionaire, he has a reward on the table for anyone who is able to find definitive proof of the Loch Ness existence? I didn't know that. £25,000. I think that is an absolute fake. Really? That is, if he's I, a millionaire, I, mate, and, and that's all he's putting in. Well, let me tell you, these, man. These are a similar thing. I was, I've never heard that one about Lot Ness, but I know that there was these. Um, it, I forgot what his name is now. He's he's a very famous um, entrepreneur. Um, oh, I'll, look, again, I'll get his name for next time we're talking. But he he put a, yeah. a reward out for ghosts and he said if anybody got definitive proof that a ghost existed and they could show him a ghost, he put a million pound up. This chap did. That wasn't that wasn't Randy, was it? No. Oh, yeah, about Rand- chap, uh, yes, Randy. Yes, Randy, who was doing it? Yeah, like, he, he was the, the psychic, the debunker, wasn't he? <laughs> he? He was, was. the debunker. Yeah. I loved him. I do. I did I like him. We I need another like one him. of them, don't we? Need another one of them. <laughs> 
What would he, he have done, though? Me of, um, who did he remind me of? The um, Only Fools and Horses, Grandad. Oh, yeah, Grandad. <laughs> With Buster, <laughs> you know. Was it, that was his name, Buster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and oh, he, was, he, had, he, yeah. he took no prisoners. Oh. Mate, he made some people uncomfortable on stage. I can remember some of the people who got up there <laughs> yeah, to oh, prove it. Yeah, prove that's it. right. Did you see that medium uh, who claimed that he could move things with his with his uh, mind? Did you see him being, being done by Randy? You don't mean um, you, um, what was his name? Yuri Geller? No, no. This was this was um, no. this was like a, a, another medium. Yeah, this is if, if people out there, please go on YouTube and search this. It's brilliant. He gets yeah, this, let us know. Yeah, he gets he, what he does is he gets this guy on the stage. <laughs> this is in front of an audience, TV audience. He gets this guy on the yeah. stage, and, oh, and he says, "Right, God. can you can you make can you make this move now?" And and I think it's like um, straws or something. You know, it's something like that on this table. And this guy's yeah. leaning down, and and he, and he makes these these straws move, right? And then Randy resets him and he says, right, okay, so you're doing that with your mind, yeah. So then I think he puts a cover or something over it. He restricts him getting near it. Because what he's saying is, mate, you're blowing on it. When you're leaning down, blowing. you're blowing on it, right? Do you so, know, I think I've seen that video yeah. you're talking about. I'm on to YouTube now to search. Yeah, and he says, I'm sure he says that he's, he's, he can't do it now. His brain's blocked or something. But the, as soon as you put the obvious thing, because let's be honest, mate, there's lots of people out there who are either doing things for money or doing it just because there's probably something wrong with them and they need to see somebody. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, absolutely. I totally. love when people get caught out with shit like that, though. I really do. But he, he did right, get a well, chap on stage and he, this guy was so embarrassed because he couldn't make it happen again. And he put it down to the fact, that I think he said that he, he was right. something like the studio lights or something, he blamed something stupid. For the reason he couldn't do it anymore, <laughs> right? Well, I've just I've just bopped in yeah. uh, the YouTube search engine. Randy, it sounds wrong. Randy psychic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one of them, Randy. Yeah, <laughs> off now with thirty I've met quid. A few Randy psychics. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Psychic cringe fails two is a title. Yeah. The best of James Randy. Um, psychic cringe fail six more amazing James Randy yeah oh wow yeah uh, there's loads there's loads wonderful he's brilliant but get okay. get out there guys if, you, if, you, if you're new to this which I suppose you're not or you won't be listening to this podcast but do get yourselves out there open your mind you know get out there and try and, and look into these things because there's loads of videos and you're good on the rabbit hole if you start going down the route of one thing you just take it down the rabbit hole and you keep looking and looking it some will. brilliant stuff um Funny stuff. Oh, it is. It, it, yeah. it, do you know what? It's quite addictive, really. So just, yes. I'd give yourself, if you struggle to sleep at night, for, for instance, um, you know, <coughs> maybe <laughs> before you go to bed, and then you can try and sleep to them, like I used to do. Do you know what? I, to, I, I don't want to be going off the, the path here, but for anybody that, that struggles to get to sleep, how are you with your sleep, Damo? I can, I can you if you said to me, sleep? mate, if you said to me, put your head on the side and go to sleep now, you'd even snore in a few seconds. I can go to sleep anywhere. <laughs> honestly, mate, you, you, you honestly, okay. I'm mean, dead serious. I can go to sleep that quick, really? anywhere, anywhere, anytime. That's fantastic. I just switch off. Oh, I wish I was like you. <laughs> well, do you know what I've started to listen to on YouTube? And it, I play it every night, and it's the sound of horses' hooves. Horse. The sound of horses' hooves, mate. That is exactly the clip what I play. And I, I was got. Oh, it's gorgeous. What the? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> that, 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 that you doing that with your mouth? That noise. Yeah. Is that you doing that with your mouth? 
Oh, wow. It's talent I can't because I've got my... I can't play it through YouTube got, because I'm already connected to this guy. Are you, are you, are you are. So, You're going to sleep? Oh. That's brilliant. Right, so we got over the show now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I, I didn't know I could do that, actually, so I'm quite impressed with myself. On that. That's wonderful. You've got a talent. I that have. is a freaking talent to have, my good friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. You, I, I you know, I'll be asking you to do that every, most Don't weeks, ring me though. at night. You Don't ring that. me at night and say, can you just send me a sleep <laughs> right, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, that's, um, you know, my take on, on the okay. Loch Ness. Cool. No, but brilliant, brilliant. Really? Right, let's let's take a severe turn. We're going to go from crypto over to paranormal. Yeah, I think it's important that we do this each week as we go through different things, and we don't stick to one line. So we've got conspiracies, UFOs, everything to come up. Uh, and like I say, anybody that's yeah. listening that does want us to talk about a particular case, do let us know. Email us. I'll give you the email at the end of the show again. But this one, I thought we'd go off with a bang. So we've done probably one of the daddies of crypto with Loch Ness and one of the most well-known, if not probably the most well-known case that ever happened in the UK anyway, was a certain thing that happened in 1970 called the Enfield Poltergeist. Mm. Now. Oh, my goodness, mate. It's a great one. Wow. It? If only I was around when yeah. that happened. Well, you're born after that. You know, the what? Nothing. I was born after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when was it? When, when did it? When did it occur? Nineteen. Well, it says nineteen seventies. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'm nineteen eighty-one. Thank wow, you. Wow, you're an eighties child. I'm seventies. I am. <laughs> I am. You found it. <laughs> yeah, pop pick. No, you're cool. You. Uh, no, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you, what, so, what do you know about it? What do you know uh, about the Enfield Poltergeist story? Right. Well, I know that. A lot of people thought it was a hoax, um, and that the, the especially the girls, they were doing it on purpose for attention and, and that sort of thing. Um, but the witness statements from you know credible sources like like the police, you know they saw Lego being Lego blocks being lifted, levitated, and thrown. Yeah, and you know different things. Uh, <laughs> I just think to myself. Again, I can't. I can't say yes or no, but my heart and my my mind is swayed to the yes side, Demo. Absolutely yes, yes, yes. Right. Well, I think we need to get into this one, right? And I want to set the story up. So, if I tell you the little write up that I've got here, and then I want to tell you a few bits and bobs that I do know. In fact, I had interactions with one of the people involved with the Enfield Poltergeist. Um, but I, I just want to go wow. through a couple of the bits and bobs, and then and then. Also, a few things that I know happened. Um, these aren't things that aren't on the record. These are things on the record, but, but things that kind of people don't seem to mention, especially sceptics. They forget about these little things. So, setting the scene. Oh, okay, okay. So, the, the Enfield mm. Poltergeist was in a uh, place in Enfield, obviously, in London, the 1970s. It was the Hodgson's family, uh, particularly the two girls, which was Janet and Margaret claimed to experience a series of unsettling events in their homes. These events included objects uh, moving on their own and explained knockings on the, the walls and doors, furniture being thrown. And the case eventually got the interest from um, the Psychical Research, um, Society for Psychical Research, which they sent Maurice Gross and Guy Lyon Playfair over to yeah, investigate. Yeah, Maurice. Now, yeah, now, there's a few things. I mean, obviously, it went on for a while. Eventually, it subsided and, and things kind of 
petered off and it kind of went quiet and they, they moved out and, and there's never been any reports of anything since. Um, and I know that the mm. two girls are notoriously hard to get hold of. They don't really want to talk about it anymore. But here's the reasons why I believe with all my heart that this was a genuine case of paranormal activity. It was, it was definitely a poltergeist. Yeah. First of all, what people seem to forget is that how it started was there was lots of noise coming from next door. And the, the mother used to go upstairs. I think the first thing that ever happened was that the kids were in bed. Um, the yeah. banging going on upstairs. The mother ran up the stairs, ran in and kind of, because they lived with, uh, I think it was the, the two girls lived with the brother and the mother. There was no father there. Mm. And the mum ran up the stairs. It was proper back in the old days where, you know, they were like quite thinking battle axe women, like, you know, they took no, didn't take no for an answer and, you, you, you know, you didn't give them any battle. Yeah. She stormed in there and, and basically told them, get, get in bed, stop making noise. And they said, we aren't making noise, mum. And they went back downstairs. Yeah. Bang, 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 noise is going off again. So she ran back up the stairs. And as she went into the stairs, it, sorry, into the room to confront the girls again, a cabinet that was in the room slid across the the room and went towards the door in front of the mother. She witnessed it go across. And that was the first thing that kind of happened where rather than banging and scratching, they physically somewhat moved in the the house. And and obviously she didn't want to kind of become embarrassed. She didn't want people outside to know. It became Mm. like a dirty secret they had to keep between themselves. Um, And eventually their neighbour reported them the noise to the police. And the police turned up there and while the police were there taking a statement, obviously presuming it would just be noisy kids and saying, look, you're disrupting next door. You yeah. need to cut people. A chair slid four or five cro- uh, foot across the floor in front of the coppers. They watched it do it. Well, the police right. have to report exactly what happens. So there's an actual, there's a report out there somewhere where the police actually said, this is what we saw. The, the chair on its own, slid all the way across the floor and then stopped four or five foot along the floor. It happened, we saw it. Yeah, a witness, a witness statement. Yeah. From and, the police. Yeah. yeah. And so because of that happened then, it's it obviously caught on. The media got hold of it. Um, and the, the Society for Psycho Research, which is a great group, by the way, I've been trying to get into that uh, just recently. Been, I'm a member of it, but I've been trying to get as an active person to go out and investigate on, on, on sites for them, which, fingers wow. crossed, is still going to happen. Um, they sent out a chap called Maurice Gross, which, as you know, good old Maurice, proper down-to-earth chap. Uh, you can imagine, you know, he drank yeah. a bit of pint of best friend, what have you. He lost his daughter um, when she was a teenager in an accident, I think it was a car accident. So because he he was going with that, and I get this completely, he was going with that, Mm. I need to prove that we carry on. I need to prove that that spirits carry on because that means my daughter's still carrying on then. So he went with that in his heart, but knowing he was going with that mindset, the Society for Cyclical Research sent Garline Playfair, who was, again, took no prisoners, he was going in there to almost be, because they are, they are a scientific group. These aren't ghost hunters, by the way. Society of Psycho Research are scientists. No, that's right. Uh, well-educated people or people that have just been in the industry for a long time who've got a really calculated yeah. kind of take on it. And they want that their view, which is my view as well, it always has been, is try to disprove as much as you can and then eventually if some still can't be proven with, with any known medi- you know, medical, scientific, whatever methods, that's paranormal. Yep, that's and right. it, it does happen. Absolutely. So they sent Guy and I played that mm. because he was very, very strict. He was meant to be the leader that pulled Maurice Gross in, as in like, you need to stop this, Maurice. He'd gone there to calm Maurice down. Right. Um, after oh. he'd spent the time there, 
He actually released a book, which is a fantastic book. If you've not read it or the listeners have not read it, please, please get it. It's possibly the greatest book on the paranormal I've ever read. And it's called This House is Haunted really? by Guy Lyon Playfair. And it was his take on, and that's all he could say at the end, is that, that what do I call it? I'll just say This House is Haunted, because that's all he could say. It, it was a haunted uh, event. It's not as dramatic as you see on the TV with some of the stuff, but I think the subtleness of it, which is what the paranormal normally is, the subtleness of it is so creepy, but it's brilliant. And I actually had a lot of interactions towards the end of his life, sadly, with Guy Lyon Playfair, emails and that, um, because I wanted to find out more yeah. about it. Uh, and in fact, I sent a book to him, the original copy of that. He signed it for me, sent it back to my house. Um, wow. And then he, shortly after that, he, he passed away. Um, and do you know what? Now I can't find Aww. the book anywhere. I can't find the book anywhere. Joking. So, yeah, it could be paranormal. <laughs> I don't know. No, but generally can't. Oh, I can't find it anywhere. Way. But yeah, so yeah. I, I believe it happened because a guy went there to prove it didn't. That was his, yeah. his one aim. And he came out and said, yeah, look, it, it really did happen. So I find it an absolutely fascinating case. Oh, it is fascinating. It is fascinating. So just, just to confirm that the book by Morris is called This House Is Haunted. Yeah, that's it. Guy, Guy Lyon Playfair. Uh, not Morris. Guy Lyon Playfair. Well, it's not that. Morris. Sorry. No. Okay, sorry. It's not, not Morris. Who? Guy? Guy, yeah. Guy is in... Uh, Guy, G-U-Y, and then Lion, L-Y-O, yeah. and then he's, he's got like a double barrel last name, which is Lion, which is L-Y-O-N, hyphen, Playfair, yeah. which is Playfair. Playfair, okay, fantastic. This house is so haunted, amazing, is amazing book. Yeah, really, like really. Guy Lion Playfair. Yeah. Okay. Now, right, you said earlier that one of the neighbours called the police. Yes. Um, because the, the, there were the banging and all sorts of noise coming from the... Uh, from the uh, you know the house yeah. really um, now, now Peggy yes, the Hodgson was, was the mother that's the mother yeah now what I what I've read I don't know what's true and what's not now because it's basically saying in 1977 single parent Peggy yep. called the Metropolitan Police yep. to her rented home at uh, 284 Green Street in Enfield in London claiming she had witnessed the furniture moving and it was just an absolute nightmare for her. So was that the first time the police came round or was the first time when, when the neighbours reported? I don't want you swearing at your researcher again, but where's this come from? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> where's this information come from? <laughs> can, can you give me two seconds and oh, I'll find on. out? Josh, where'd you get that? Where's that from? Hey, Wikipedia. It must be real, and it must be real. If 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 you got it's it got to be real, then you s- absolute bitch. You ever? Sorry, uh, okay. I, I just I'm, I'm going to do this after the show. No, I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> I be doing it during the show. You, you, you stupid man. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Back in the room. It's okay, man. I just get so. I really, really can't stand him. Can you send me a different one this time? Yeah, he, he, from what I from what I gather is that they didn't want the Peggy definitely didn't want the attention. Um, she no, she, she didn't. No, and, absolutely not. And and it was due to a neighbour calling. Um, and in fact, I think the neighbour knew about it because she went round to the neighbours one time when some things were happening, um, and he went round there himself. The neighbour did to go and, and go and see what was going on. Like, um, what the Lego yeah. brick you're on about. 
I think the first time the yeah. Lego the, the incident with the Lego brick was when um, some reporters came round from I think the News of the World, and um, that was it. Yeah, yeah. And, and while they were while they were was taking, it the News of the World? Yeah, they were they were doing an interview, and while they were taking pictures, the guy that was taking the pictures of photography he got hit in the forehead with a piece of Lego. No, nobody yes, was in front of him it. at all, and it hit him in his forehead, and it hit him so so violently oh he cut his gosh. head open. Cutting, yeah, it yeah. grew blood, didn't it? But yes, mate, that mate, was it. The stuff that went on in there, that's in the book, that did that did didn't get make it make it into the TV show, which I find amazing. Like, you know, the the mm. uh, apparently Janet, um, it was the main person it affected. Jan- Janet was was levitated in front of a window. I think uh, a milkman outside saw yeah. her levitating in front of a window upstairs. Um, I think she said she woke up one day and she was either with her nose was on her own bedroom ceiling, or She'd been kind of manifested through the floor, through a bed, oh. and because things used to drop out of the sky, coins and things used to fall out we'll of, the, of the in the room, just yeah. in front of them. The, she she came called a, um, a ports. Yes, so things were ported where, where, where things just just appear. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm, I believe Janet claimed she was apported downstairs through a bed and through the the floor, so her nose. Jeez. Was on the was on the on the downstairs, like on the ceiling in the bedroom in the living room. Blimey. So there was, there was loads oh, of stuff, that, loads of stuff that went on, mate. That that um, and again, we do understand that things get escalated, things get glamorized, Chinese whispers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the fact is, and one of the most amazing facts that I still find hard that people don't believe and they feel poltergeist is these a very very famous uh, interview that that Janet did with the BBC, and I don't know if you've seen this video yet. Right. But if you have, I might have done. I might this, have done over the years. She was being interviewed, and uh, the the entity that, that that claimed to to possess the girls. Well, say possess. It didn't take over them. It spoke through them. Um, mm. It actually spoke in a oh, really, no. it, yes, really yes. deep voice. Yeah. The it's, more you talk about it, yeah. the more it it's, it's coming back to me. Yeah. And not absolutely. Because, I, I don't want to get known as the person that does all weird noises and voices, but it's like a kind of yeah. My name's Bill. That kind of sound, and he called himself Bell. Yeah, and that was, uh, that was it. Yeah, and how did you die? Oh, I died over there in the corner. I had a, a brain hemorrhage and died in the corner. And this is coming from a young girl. I mean, this girl mm. is talking. Okay, you can probably see that she's breathing in and out when she's doing it, but her mouth is virtually closed, like a ventriloquist. But her mouth is virtually closed. Yeah. But she would do this for hours and hours on end, and it would not affect her at all. But for you- it, for a young girls That's to do what that, I'm saying. yeah, you, you would thought if she was to do that for a long period of time, that it would have some sort of effect on her throat. Yeah, well, they've had they've had experts come in, expert ventriloquists come in and looked at that and said, not whether they believe in the paranormal or not, but saying they didn't think that she could have done that. It's not possible for somebody to do that. No. But she she would do it with no. And the other thing is, she knew about you know, this guy who died in the corner, Bill, who had the brain hemorrhage in the corner. They checked up on the history, and a man mm. called Bell did die in that house, and he had a brain hemorrhage in the corner. So she knew. She, she also had knowledge. Which, if you speak to anybody, um, you know, like I've spoke to exorcist and, and, and what have you, a guy called um, Jason Brayfield, Father Jason. Uh, sorry, Father Jason. Was it Brayfield? I get his name. Um, <laughs> to, but a top, top, top bloke again. He did a great, uh, great bit called Deliverance. Um, yeah, it says it's Father. Yeah, Father. God, he's book here. Father Jason Bray. I said Brayfield. Father Jason Bray. And and he said to me, the church looks at it, that how they know if there's, there's yeah. a genuine um, 
possession or, or something, they go on on various things. One is mm. su- superhuman power, so you could do things that you shouldn't be able to. So lifting up a massive... Should be able to normally do. Or, or yeah. no human could, you know, something that's way above what we yeah. can do. Um, having uh, mm-hmm. Speaking in a language that they have no knowledge of, um, and also yeah. having knowledge of things that they couldn't have had knowledge of. That's how they gauge whether something's real to do with an exorcism. So if you display one of them, you've probably got a real exorcism that needs to be done. It's looking, it's, it's looking towards a genuine case, yeah. if, if you've got all those factors, yeah? yeah? yeah just to clear things okay. up, Jason Ray didn't... We weren't talking about the Anfield, by the way, just to clear things up. Father Jason Ray didn't no, no, say no, that no, about no. Anfield. He said that that was how this church gauge no. it. And, and if you take them them bullet points and put them to this case, it displayed them things. Yeah. Right. So I think it's real, mate. I think it's real. It's but a fascinating let, story. Talk, I mean, obviously, back back to Janet and her, and her voice. Yes. Do you know that the sceptic, and again, this is coming from, thank you very much, Josh, but he's given me um, another link to uh, Wiki. Um, I'm going to read it as it is, Damon. Okay, okay. You know? And it says, sceptics have argued that the alleged poltergeist voice that originated from Janet was produced by false vocal cords above the larynx and had the, oh, don't know how to say that, Phraseology, phraseology. <laughs> I can't read it. And vocabulary of a child. So, I mean, skeptics would say that, though, wouldn't they? You, you've got to it's remember, a, skeptic. a, a skeptic's job is to is to argue until the blue in the face. A skeptic, right? It's the old cliche. You could stand a ghost in front of a skeptic, and they would say, "Well, probably it's my imagination." Uh, then, yeah, <clears throat> that's so. right. This is it. I think Absolutely. If, if you set somebody because down, if, if a yeah. skeptic would all, if, if a skeptic would would all of a sudden turn around and say, "Do you know what? Yeah, I believe they've discredited all their work over the years, haven't they?" Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, because the the fact of being a skeptic, and and I suppose this is where people who, who believe in the paranormal have kind of always got one up on them, is that we can never prove that the paranormal exists, but they can never prove it doesn't. That's right. Um, and, and so you've you've always you've Thank always you. got one up on them because no matter what you'll always sound like as though you, you're saying well you prove that they don't then you know I think for um, Brian, Brian Cox is it the uh, professor Brian Cox um, oh yeah Brian Cox who always he never frowns he's always yep, smiling isn't he, he is right. well he, he and I think he's brilliant but he came out in, <laughs> in the paper um, yeah he came out in the paper about twelve months ago and said. Um, the ghosts aren't real. He did an article, ghosts aren't real, because, and then he started yeah. talking about all these technical jargon, scientific words about the reason that if, 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 you know, if this isn't there, that isn't there, therefore they can't be there. And he was basically saying, because this, these, these substances or this material fact doesn't exist, they can't. He says, so, so that's it, they don't mm. exist. Well, my argument is, unless you know what a ghost, how a ghost appears or what it's made from, you can't prove they don't exist. No, you can't prove nothing. No, this is what I'm saying. I don't believe in our lifetime we will know the answers. I really, really don't. I mean, I've seen things, I've heard things that will make your toes curl. I'm sure you've witnessed and experienced things, you know, that have made you really, really question it. Oh, man, I've Um, I've proper shit myself over some things, yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. I hope you wiped it. Actually, when, when I stopped running at it, <laughs> not at the time. <laughs> oh my goodness me! Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. But it is what it is, you mm. know. And I think 
we all have different beliefs and viewpoints and it's great because me, me and you, we can, you know, it's like we're having a right masturbate now, aren't we? So let's what? continue. Well, 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 what are we doing? We're not. We are not. Sorry. We're talking. That, I, that, that's not me saying, that was not me saying that. Well, it was me saying that. It was again, you. it was John handing me the note, you stupid, absolute <laughs> mother. Yeah, I do apologize. Tell him the same from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Don't you yeah. worry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Hey, this is good, isn't it? Do you know what? I'm I've, really I've, enjoying I've, that. I've, I've, I've had a great time, mate. And it, it, it's, you know, it's great because we can talk openly and honestly, and it's just great fun. It yeah. really is. And I think also the, the thing that we can, we, we need to work on things. Like anybody, if anybody, let me say this for now. If anybody's thinking, right, you know, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to tune in and listen to these guys every week. And every week it's going to be a top notch professional kind of show. It's not. It's not. So if you're expecting that, then you come to the wrong podcast. It is but, what it is. But I'll tell you what we will do. That's right. We will develop and grow with you. So if you come back every week and you listen to us, you know, we'll take your advice on board and that lot. And uh, we'll, we'll go out there. I think we can start picking up on like audio uh, samples we can put in and we can play you like, yeah, we, perhaps the, the, the bells, you know, Bill, I'm Bill the dog in the corner. We can get the actual audio that and play it in the future. We'll get more stuff in there. We'll yeah. do more research. And um, we still want to have a laugh. Can I, do, point. can I do an impression? of? Can I, can I just do my impression of Bill? Because you've yeah. done yours. Yeah, yeah, go on then. Hello, my name is Bill. Bloody hell, that was low, wasn't it? You got Janet with that you. That was low. You got Janet with you there. That you? was that, <laughs> that was low. Let me do it again. Go on then. Damo, my name is Bill. Oh, flipping out. <clears throat> I'd have a drink Excuse of water. Me. Have a little drink of water, mate. I would. Oh, give me a second, right? Actually, okay. I've got water, yeah. That's that water. Okay, thanks very much. Had it. Oh, Ooh, that wasn't water. <laughs> that was not water. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. Stop yeah, it, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. No, but do you know what? Let us grow. Let us yeah. grow and grow with us. Yes. Grow with us, and maybe one day we can all we'll take a few people to Loch Ness. You just never know. You yeah. just never freaking know. You, you never. And we can reach Nirvana together, can't we? Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. So I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but um, we will put that up on the old uh, Facebook page, which is uh, going to be released very shortly. <laughs> um, please join us on Facebook. I'm just like, this is how prepared we are. Um, so join us on the Facebook page. Send us any messages from there. Um, myself and Nick, myself and Nick will, re- will read all of your messages and we'll reply to you as well. Um, but like I say, come on this journey with us. We're on this magical mystery tour now, and we're going to go out there, and we're going to look at everything from, you know, Paul McCartney, you know, being fake Paul. Remember when he, he died, apparently? So there's loads of conspiracy stories that I've been right, talking yeah. about. All um, sorts, all yeah, sorts. There's loads, mate, I've got, I've got a wall full of books here right in front of me of fascinating facts and stories and everything. Um, but there's no holds barred. Well, do you know what? Send them, over to, send them over to our flipping researcher over here, because he's useless. No, because he's really made is. a hash of your stuff already. I'm not sending my books to him, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we, we, we'll have a word with, what's his name? What's your chap called again? Josh. He's named yeah. Right. So, jo- Josh, get y- get yourself sorted, mate. Really get yourself sorted for next week because we've got to yeah, be on the go, ball, man. We've go. got to be on the ball. I'm going to get myself somebody to do the same yeah. thing for me because I'm sick of doing it myself. Do you know what? So, 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 I'm not being funny. I don't want to share Josh. I don't want to share Josh. 
Actually, actually, see how he goes next week. If he's still not very good. All right. I'm, I might see if I can whip him into shape and you can send him over to me. Okay, mate. Yeah, okay. Sorted. Right. Sorted. You hear that, Josh? Thank you. So, before we do skedaddle, well, okay. Then, yeah, no. should, we, should we give some yeah. people the contact details again? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, what I, is the email address, Damo? The email address is undiscoveredplanet <laughs> at hotmail.com. That's undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com. Is that good? There we go. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And possibly down the line, maybe we could get you involved in the show somehow. Yeah, we can I'm take sure calls. Can yeah, that, yeah, no we, can, we, can, we can get some callers. Yeah. If you'd like to be on the show, you've got a story you want to talk about or you just want to come on as a guest and, and, and chew the cud with us. Um, yeah, we can, we can link you up. Yeah, um, and, yeah, and not, let's not forget, right, because I don't, I, I don't know, I'm only talking about myself here. I don't just want to talk about people who believe, believe, believe. I'm happy to speak to people that are, are total, total oh, yeah. sceptics. No, mate, can, the door's you know, open for anyone. You're talking about a toffee card. Yeah. Look, yeah. Do, I, do you know what I'd love, Gat? I'd love to get one of each. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd love Absolutely. to get a sceptic and a believer on. Yeah. We could just, we could, it'd be like kind of, when, when you get two people fighting, we'd just stand there and watch them, wouldn't we? I think it'd be ace. I do. Oh, yep. It's going it's to be wicked. Yeah. Is it gonna be? So listen, if you're listening to this right now, dear listener, thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to listen to our, our our first little show. Thank you so much. Email us, undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com with your suggestions, any stories, anything, anything at all. We'll anything. read it out. It's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. It is not a problem. We'll give you a big shout out. And if you leave your contact number, we may call you back and be part of the show as well. Yeah, brilliant. Good times. Yeah, even if it's a question. Yeah, I'm going to be a story. You can just ask us a question. And we'll answer that. Mate, I've enjoyed this. Really, really enjoyed this. Oh, it's been it's, what, superb. Absolutely superb, Damo. Right, so uh, should we say goodbye? I think we should. I think <laughs> okay. we should. And well, it's Nick Stepani saying goodbye, and I love you all. Thank you very much. And it's been a pleasure to work with my good friend, Damo. All right, and I'll see you guys next week. This is David Sims. <laughs> Have a great, a great week, guys, and we'll see you next time. Josh. Josh.